What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 239. We're here on Thursday, November 17th, uh, one week from Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, at least we'll have that holiday. Yeah. Or not, according to the COVID Nazis, you yeah, know. No, we'll do whatever the fuck you want. We'll Don't see. listen to these people. Yeah. We're going to talk more about that later. But yeah. uh, first off today, obviously, we have the backdrop of the legal battles still continuing in multiple states. Georgia, in its fake audit and recount that they're running a lot of controversy down there um you got pennsylvania still a mess but you i think beth wrote about that didn't wasn't there like three counts and they all came out wrong yeah they all came out different yeah Yeah. so so what's uh what's happening it's going on down there guys guys the whole (laughs) the thing is and this has kind of been my position from the beginning here is that we know they stole the election (laughs) and the question would be, would we be able to prove it enough to overturn the results? My feeling on that was always no, but it still could happen, but I, I don't really see oh, I that know happening right now. I know a way. We just well, got to get those Republican state legislatures to contest the election and send right. a competing slate of electors, and then things can get really, really You have really to send going. it to the House, yeah. which is a long shot, and yeah. it could happen for sure, Yeah, but you have Georgia... Which is a Republican fucking state, right? Yeah. And they're running this sham audit. Yeah. And there's all kinds of questions circulating about Dominion voting systems and possible payoffs and foreign ownership of Dominion and corrupt individuals here in the United States. There's a lot of questions there. So that's why I say no matter what happens, you'll never convince me that it wasn't stolen. Yeah. And but the just tell you, you no one's ever going to convince me that Oswald uh, Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and he killed J. You know, well, you J. know, Kings ironically enough, I'm I telling think you, there, two, there was a second shooter. I think it's two or three years from now. Some of those files get unsealed. Oh yeah, because it's been that long. They keep on. Remember, they keep pushing it back. Yeah, they yeah. keep pushing there's it back. Some there's some sketchy there's shit stuff there. That, there's that grassy. <laughs> there was somebody on that grassy knoll. And what where's I, that babushka lady? Where's the microfilm yeah. from The Rock? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> when, when Nicholas Cage <laughs> goes. <to> the, <laughs> um, but from, anyway, forget Maui. Biden is uh, pushing ahead as if he is going to be the president, and that's his prerogative to do so. Even though none of this is official yet. Regardless, there's some major concerns over who he's bringing into his inner circle. And basically, he brought in a bunch of uh, fascists into his inner circle who don't believe in free speech. Uh, A number of anti-free speech zealots have been essentially picked to lead either the transition or take part in, in the White House staff. And even Democrat and George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley is very concerned. Yeah. He said that this has taken a dark and ominous turn uh, with some of the people that he's selecting here. Richard Stengel, I mean, he's been – basically he says that there should be censorship and free speech controls. Oh. This Mm. is just the start. Mm. Remember, this is what we talked about. To quote, uh, you know, Oceana speak, double plus good. Yeah, this is what we talked about a month ago, that they're going to try to attack any sort of dissenting opinion in this country. Yeah. So be prepared for it. Yeah. This guy wrote an op-ed that denounced free speech as a threat to social and political harmony. What does that sound like? Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking communism. Freedom is so precious, 
it must be rationed. Yeah. Vladimir so this Lenin. is Lenin. Definitely a bad sign of things to come. Yeah. Very concerned about the people he's surrounding himself with. Newsmax the, and OAN better start, you know, you know, filling those sandbags because these guys are coming after them, especially. It's not just them. M- Mr. Us. Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but Mr. Potato Head uh, was on CNN talking about, you know, the right wing media sphere. Yeah, we made yeah. it onto that. Yeah. Oh, we did. Our parent company. Oh, yeah, that's true. Salem. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. All right. But it's come it's at me, bro. Very bad. What's about to happen here? And this follows a trend of uh, government of, I guess, just not giving a shit about the Constitution, to put it bluntly, because they're doing the same thing with the coronavirus. And as we talked about last week, the lockdowns are here, and they are going to only get worse. Michigan is obviously locking down. You have Washington State, California, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, all the... the, uh, Prime I mean, suspects, it was, it, and here in Virginia, it was accept. It was expected from Adolf Whitmer. But did you see, like, for example, the the new the like <laughs> in Michigan, folks, you can still go to the gym for individual workouts, but the group sessions are banned for some reason. That's not necessarily locking down the gym, then. For, yeah, per se. you know, well, the- no, I'm no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. None of this shit makes sense. For right. example, here in Virginia, you can't serve alcohol. You gotta stop serving alcohol at 10 p.m. But you can still be at the bar and just eat food until midnight. Yeah. You know, well, you, you know, you can still be in the restaurant until closing time. You didn't just can't you know beer. that the virus can tell time? Oh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. Cuomo, also, Cuomo told me it also can tell whether your cause is morally acceptable or not. That's true. That's how it knows. That's true. And the you whole put, thing you put black trans in front of the protest. Yeah, <laughs> it you're makes good to you go. Totally immune. Yeah, no China virus here. Yeah. Uh, Have so a party. All these states are going into also champagne, dude. I've heard that it doesn't infect champagne so when you pop open those bottles in celebration of something like i don't know stealing an election and you're sharing you know passing a bottle around and you know pouring it all over people that you don't even fucking know and you know sharing the bottles on that all those people will not get covid they might get mono (laughs) but they're not going to get covid well you know because that's what our science people tell us you know what i find really interesting is that the flu is basically non-existent this year so I wonder what's I, happening yeah, there. I don't know about that. I I think. Well, what it is is the they're just. just it, I mean, they're marking all the flu cases as, as coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's now, still going to be tens of millions of cases of flu in a, in a four month period, as there always is every year. They talk about the 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 cases, right? This yeah. is my big gripe. Yeah, yeah, okay, cases. They talk about the number of cases of coronavirus, but the number of cases is not really what matters. No, it doesn't. It's the hospitalizations and the deaths, obviously. Deaths is a lagging indicator, though, so you can't make real-time decisions based on deaths. But looking at the hospitalizations, some areas are fine and some areas are not so fine. And the reason they're not so fine is because these hospitals are reaching capacities, right? Hospitals are designed to function at 90 to 99% because that's how they make their money. But once you get past that 99%, you have to start turning patients away. Yeah. You have to stop elective surgeries, which a lot of hospitals are doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of consequences of this, right? I mean, you hear stories of people that are having fucking heart attacks yeah. and they're afraid to go to the hospital because of coronavirus, yeah. which is just insane. Yeah. Right? Like, people just need to get, like, their head on their shoulders here. Yes. 
You don't want the virus. That's just obvious, yeah. right? But a heart attack, you go to the hospital. Right. Um, <laughs> cutting your finger while slicing a bagel, don't go to the hospital. Don't go, unless the cut is really deep, obviously. Well, if you need but stitches, you, you need, need stitches. stitches. Yeah, you can do but, it yourself. But too. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people who they get a cough or something, and this is I'm talking. This is even pre-COVID. People just go to the hospital for no fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if it's really serious, you go to the hospital. If not, you don't. My mood has always been that's just the last resort. I hate going to the hospital. Yeah, it makes you, I would too. not want to me do too. that under any me circumstances. But, yeah, so Michigan's closing down a bunch of stuff. Here's – and same thing here in Virginia. There's new coronavirus restrictions yeah. uh, that took place uh, over the weekend. Not nearly as stringent as Adolf Whitmer. In fact, it's, yeah. In fact, it really is not. We're still in phase three, if you consider what they're doing. It's gonna snap really quick. Yeah. That's that. That's what I'm basically warning people about I here. Know. Is which is a shame because like Virginia has been relatively moderate throughout this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. The thing is, they're just gonna snap it really hard, really quick. Yeah. Like in California. Yeah. Yesterday and last night, Newsom. I mean, people are have had it with him. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, that's because he, and, you know, you know, he 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 does all that shit, and then he goes to Napa Valley yep. with his bitch whore wife. Oh yeah, and, I've got uh, a long list yeah, of yeah, hypocritical yeah. moves yeah, yeah. here. Well, we'll get to that in a second. These but Democrats, we'll that for you guys. these Democrats, they always do the same thing. Yeah, it's do it, yeah. do as I say, not as I do, yeah. and then they wonder why people don't exactly. do it. Stay the fuck inside. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why are you wearing a Hawaiian shirt and some bags? I'm going to Maui, yeah. but stay inside. Yeah. We'll and get to that in a second, too. Alcohol sales, yeah, 10 p.m. I guess I, the, the, the fucking I thing know. knows what time it stops. I know. Like, uh, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. It doesn't blend together. You know, you have the restrictions on churches and this and oh, that. Oh, no, no, you can't go to church, but you go to the strip club. Yeah. yeah which, it, which, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm okay with, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but if, you could go, <laughs> if you could go to the strip club, then you should yeah, be able to go to exactly, church. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just I want just one standard, right? And the, you don't get this, you don't get consistency of standards across any states. You see, you know the the travel situations, right? Yeah. Like, like technically, when we go to New Jersey, we're supposed to quarantine. Yeah, Murphy can kiss my ass. Yeah, I'm not. I'm coming. How I'm coming about that? Home. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. And, and I think even my parents are like, by Monday, you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But it's it, but it just doesn't make sense, a lot of the stuff that they're doing here. I yeah. get wanting to be careful. I get not wanting the healthcare system to be overrun. But at least make policy that's consistent. Yeah. And at least consult with your regional neighbors so that the policies state to state are consistent, right? Like mm-hmm. like our, our restrictions here. Yeah. Are different than what's in West Virginia. Absolutely. Which makes sense because the population density is is not, yeah. you know, correct. Yeah. Like it's not lined up. But yeah. I just wish that these people weren't using this as simply a power grab, which is what they're doing. You know, the mask mandates. What's really scary, the thing that I revolt against the most, is them telling someone how many people they can have in their own personal home. Uh, well, yeah, that's just out of control. That's the thing that's that I don't control. go for. I mean, how are they going to enforce that? Besides, you know... Po- well, police, I police guess. They're going to be knocking at the doors now? They're going to be knocking and, and, and handcuffing grandma and grandpa? Yeah. 
I don't know. It's, What's gonna happen during Christmas? They're gonna bust down. The, it's gonna be like the Christmas vacation. The SWAT team is gonna bust. Yeah. Through the, the <laughs> that's windows. the clip I've seen yeah. going around, and people yeah. are making jokes like, "Oh, you bought a turkey that serves 15. Yeah, exactly. you're done. <laughs> Mark well, you on the list. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a, a small Thanksgiving this year, which I think is probably the most responsible thing to do. But it's not the government's place. To tell the people, yeah. you can't have more than 10 people in your house. Yeah. But the 11th gets there and you say, oh, no, you got to go home, yeah. fucking home. Well, in California, it has to be outside. Yeah. So it has to be outside. It can be no more than two hours long and uh, can't be any uh, – no more than three households. Yeah. So how's that going to work, especially in parts of the state? What are going to do? Like people are going to freeze their tits off outside? Well, yeah, that's, that's where I draw the line is – yeah, I think it's totally wrong and unconstitutional that they order these businesses to shut down. But you definitely can't make the next step of telling people what they can and cannot do in their own fucking home. No, you can't. Yeah. And on their own personal property. That's a step too far. That is so antithetical to the Constitution. I just have no tolerance for that. Yeah. So, you know, really what they're doing here by these restrictions is forming a rebellion. Yeah. People well, have had I mean, enough. No one, no one's going to listen to this. People so. have had enough. Well, look at the hypocrisy. I know, right? Even the even the people peddling it does, don't don't listen to it. Yeah, go go down the list here. Chuck Schumer, okay. Yeah, he says, "Oh, we have to pay attention to the coronavirus. It's a very serious situation." But he was out in the streets celebrating the election results for Biden in Brooklyn. Arrest him, bioterror, not wearing a mask with crowds of people surrounding him. Where he famously said, "You know, we're going to take Georgia and change the world or change yeah, the country." Yeah. yeah. Right? Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, says, do not socialize with anyone outside your household. Although he attended a birthday party with a dozen friends on November 6th at the posh French Laundry restaurant in wine country north of San Francisco. Mm. So Must be nice. Rules for thee, but not yeah. for me. Classic. Same thing with Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who's a total fucking bitch whore. <laughs> uh, on Monday, she said that uh, there's all these lists of high-risk states where anyone you know who lives in the District of Columbia cannot travel for non-essential reasons and you have to quarantine for 14 days. Well, she traveled to Delaware, which happens to be one of those high-risk states. You know the reason she traveled to Delaware? Oh, to uh, Biden's speech. Yeah, to Biden's victory speech. That sounds really fucking essential to me. That's, yeah, has to, yeah. And she took a lot of heat for that. Uh, Arrest her. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Beetlejuice. Mayor Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice. Well, you know what she did? What she did? She said, cancel Thanksgiving. But a week before, she was at the crowded street parties for Joe Biden. Huh? And how could we forget Nancy Pelosi? Her oh. salon trip. Of course we remember the salon trip. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we remember the dinner that she was forced to cancel at the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Oh, because, they, they, they canceled it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, because, uh, you know, the, the Democrats and the leadership say, you can't have Thanksgiving, but we'll have a, uh, a dinner for ourselves. A spaced out dinner. We're yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's the problem. I saw, I saw the pictures. That's the problem with all of this is that they say these things and then they do something completely different on their own. It's as if they think that there's no rules for them, the elite. Oh, yeah. They and, were elected so they can do shit. 
Yeah. That's not how that works. It's really unbelievable. And well, I mean, she and she's also fucking delusional. You know, she's the one that's like, you know, Biden has a mandate. You know, when the left got swept out the seat down down ballot. So whatever. I mean, keep keep all this hypocrisy in mind when the experts and the media try to tell you stuff like this. Yeah. Oh, and try to shame, like, you know, the students of Notre Dame when they beat number one Clemson rushing onto the field and being like, Corona, COVID. Yeah, well, let's let's listen to this clip. We've got to get the vaccine. It's got to be deployed. And we can't abandon fundamental public health measures. You can approach a degree of normality while still doing some fundamental public health things that synergize with the vaccine to get us back to normal. So not until the second or third quarter of 2021, though. Christmas is probably not going to be possible. Yeah, I'm, well. Christmas is probably oh, not going to be possible. By, by noted medical expert, Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. If you want to celebrate Christmas, we're going to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Okay? No one's going to tell us what we can and cannot do. Yeah. In fact, all of Town Hall is coming to our, to our house for a Christmas party. Definitely not. But <laughs> we'll have some sort of Christmas gathering. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the whole it's thing. Like office Christmas party with the... Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no party. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is just so corrupt. And then they wonder why people don't listen to them. Yeah. It's because of this. It's because of this. All right, some election news here. Of course, the Washington Post says that the uh, the Trump campaign is scrapping a major part of its legal challenge in Pennsylvania. That's just an outright lie. I'm not even going to spend more time on that. I mean, <laughs> th- this whole thing is a lie run by the media. Yeah. The whole thing about there's no evidence of widespread fraud – we have thousands and thousands and thousands of cases of documented fraud here, okay? Just last night in Georgia, in one of the counties, they found a batch of nearly 3,000 votes that weren't previously counted. Oh, and it, oh. And it netted Trump over 800 votes. Oh. So the lead got smaller, right? Oh. How many other places do you think this happened? Yeah, I know, right? Many. You have someone who ran a uh, the Georgia recount an auditor, says that things are not adding up. According to the monitor, the counter called votes that should have gone to Trump and claimed they were for Biden. So the second person was supposed to be checking it. So three times in three minutes, she called out Biden. The second auditor caught it and said, no, this is Trump. And she said, that's just while I'm standing here. Oh, my God. So in three minutes, she got three ballots wrong. How can this be trusted? Yeah, can't trust it. Can't trust it. <laughs> and the whole the whole thing is just corrupt. And that's why I'm not exactly so positive about the outcome here is because yeah. even when we're getting these recounts and audits that we need, we're still not even getting a fair shake. No. And uh, and uh, you know when you when, you know a recount just recounts the fraud. So you know right. I, I think at, at this point you gotta. You know, I think Larry Schweiker tweeted it. You got to hope for two things. One, that the judge invalidates ballots, which is very hard to do. Judges are, aren't aren't really mm-hmm. – unless it's like blatantly obvious, judges aren't really keen on just tossing out ballots, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second route is what we t- is, is the Hail Mary throw, getting the state, le- state legislatures to send competing uh, slates of, of, of electors. Yeah, which is a big – Which is a big if yeah. and a – talk about a game-changing move, but they should totally do it. 
I go back and forth For on that. For the sake of the country? I go back and forth on that because doing something like that in current times... Now, it used to happen a lot in the past. Oh, it did? Yeah. But... I mean, we, we had to go back to like hap- 1876. Exactly. Yeah, it, it hasn't happened since, Benjamin like, Harrison's just punch. post-Civil War. Yeah. To do something like that would be uh, a breaking of the normal constitutional flow. Yeah. I put it almost... But I'm all about changing the flow, man. Mm, I put it almost on par with the radicalness of uh, of packing the courts. Right? It, uh, it's outside yeah. the bounds. That's, that's apt. That's, yeah, that's, and, yeah, that's true. And I'm not saying that if it if it happened, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Obviously, I would be happy. But it's one of those things but, that could bite us in the ass, you yeah. know, five, six, seven election cycles from now. It I, is, I hear you. It is a, a radical move. Yeah. And if we do it, okay, then yeah. I, I'm on board. You know, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. But I'm just saying it is a radical yeah. move. And it definitely would yeah. probably cause it's a like massive a, it's period It's like strapping of, on that flamethrower. But keep yes. in mind <laughs> that that fucking tank at the back can explode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and go yeah. you at the same time. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm concerned yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with that kind of thing. Um, but the whole backdating of ballots, man. Like, I, the problem I, is uh, all that, the evidence that, that is... That shit is just... All the evidence has been destroyed. Yeah, that, well, that's well, so convenient. Right. Smart right. on their part. I mean, yeah. Smart on their part. Let me part. tell you. If they, I was... They, if, they took the body and they and they put it in the furnace and there's nothing but ash. We yeah. can't figure out what the fuck went down. If I was running the fraud operation, that's exactly yeah. what I would have done. Yeah. So well, we do have four years to plan our fraud. Operation. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to. I mean, <laughs> that, there's... So, Better yet, let's just cancel the... After Biden, let's <laughs> just cancel the election. There's so many <laughs> issues here. Uh, Maricopa County... Major issues. Yeah, yet, what happened there? Yeah, the leftist Secretary of State in Arizona refuses to do a oh, recount. Jesus. And remember, she called us Nazis back in yeah. 2017. All Trump supporters are Nazis is essentially yeah. what she said. But uh, Arizona it. Congressman Paul Gosar, yeah. Andy Biggs, and David Schweikert are requesting a vote audit. Probably not going to yeah. happen. But I did see that the Maricopa County GOP chairwoman resigned because she didn't inspect the voting machines before election day. Yeah, that dumb bitch. So let's just say a little bit is a little bit of the uh, fallout here falls on a little bit on the GOP. Local Too G- much local lo- local GOP there because that is just absolutely inexcusable. You don't check the fucking machines before and we all not, go to the ballots. Not just the local GOP. I think that there's uh, a bunch of blame to go around here. I think that very si- in very similar ways to the 9-11 Commission report that was a, f- a, uh, a lack of imagination, Yeah. right? Yeah. I think that was our failure here is that we knew there was a major risk for fraud. We didn't think it would be on this scale. Yeah. And we didn't do enough to protect against it. Yeah. And um, the signs were there. I mean, yeah. not, I'm not talking like election, like just how, I mean... They peddled a lie about Russian collusion for three years. They try, they're, they're trying to destroy Michael Flynn as we speak. They are going to go after anybody and anybody involved in the Trump orbit no matter what. Mm-hmm. So why would we think that, that would stop with an election? Yeah. Of all things, you double down and go all in, put all your chips in to steal an election. In Michigan, four Michigan voters filed a federal lawsuit to have a bunch of ballots tossed out in Wayne, Ingham, and Washtenaw counties – uh, these three counties are major Democratic strongholds. According to the lawsuit, they say that there's evidence that sufficient illegal ballots were counted in these three counties. Other issues include transparency, fraudulent changing of dates, a software glitch, clerical error, illegal votes, and other major issues and irregularities. 
I don't know that they're going to toss out those votes. That that's the thing here is it requires a, a decent amount of votes to be tossed out across the uh the states of victory. Yeah. I think it's between ninety and two hundred thousand votes that we would need to flip. But Woo. here's the thing: if you look at the county performance, right? Yeah, it's really only between five and ten counties across three to five battleground states. Yeah, that change the entire election here. Yeah. And it's the counties that have significant irregularities. Yeah. So that's why you'll never convince me because I've looked at the data and I've seen with my own two eyes that these numbers don't add up. You're never going to convince me this wasn't stolen. But will we be able to convince a federal judge to toss out the results? That is a tall or order. will we be able to convince state legislatures to withhold their electors? Right? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't bet on it. And I bet a lot, yeah. and I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing that, of course, we're going to continue to fight this battle. We're going to fight against the fraud. We need to find ways to be effective against it in future elections, yeah. including the Georgia runoffs. Yes. Which is where our, our attention yes. really— That's where the majority of our resources probably should go. At, exactly. At this, point, at this point. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying give up on the national, but that's happening now. Georgia, right. Georgia is now, and this is truly the last brick of the firewall that needs to be put up or crumble, you know, taken down if, if we're not successful. Oh, yeah. The good thing, the only good thing that we got going for us is that the Democrats' candidates there are total shit show. It's uh, bad. The, the pastor. That, that, that Warnock guy is just an yeah. anti-American piece of shit. I'm sorry. I mean, you look at his record. It's not it, – he makes – He's like he's like a younger, Jer. Uh, he's Jeremiah Wright. Yep. Who hap- so happens to look like the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> J.P. Smooth. Yeah, <laughs> he does, doesn't he? A yeah, bit? he does. Um, <laughs> Warnock defended Jeremiah Wright, yeah. with whom you all remember from the Obama years. Yeah. Oh, that's a good quote right there. Warnock has said, "America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness." Uh, he's denying yeah. that he's a socialist. Yeah. However. Uh, yeah. He was seen with uh, celebrating Castro, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah he did. He had a little, little dinner, didn't he? Yeah. Little John celebration. John Ossoff is a terrible, terrible candidate. Um, always has been. He also has financial ties to Chinese companies. But let's listen to Warnock essentially talking about the, the Castro celebration at his old church. Play that clip. Let me let me ask you about one of those attacks, because um, Senator Leffler keeps mentioning on the campaign trail an incident from 1995 when you were a youth pastor at a New York church, which hosted a speech by Fidel Castro. Now, you've said you had nothing to do with that invitation. But just to clarify for our viewers, did you attend the speech? And do you understand why there are so many people who view Castro as a as a murderous tyrant and, and not someone to be celebrated? I'll tell you what I understand. I understand why. Uh, Kelly Leffler is trying to change the subject. I was a youth pastor. I had nothing to do with that program. Uh, I did not make any decisions uh, regarding the program. I've never met uh, the Cuban dictator. And so uh, I'm not connected to him. I'll tell you whose names are on the ballot. Raphael Warnock and Kelly Leffler. This race uh, is not about anybody else. He wouldn't even say that... Castro was a murderous tyrant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's not surprising out of the left. Yeah. You know what else Warnock is? 
is a wife beater. Oh. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. <laughs> he, That's for the lawyer. That's for Mr. Producer there. Allegedly. He was arrested for basically claims of interference with an investigation into child sexual abuse. Oh. Was and, he doing the abuse? No, no, no. Oh. Just to cover up. He, oh. was, he was just covering it up. But he also ran over his wife's foot during an argument. Well, she probably deserved it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I kid. I kid. I kid. Oh, I kid. Oh. But, but. That's not good, though. It was a week, but it's not like this was an old thing. It was a week before he filed to run. Oh, my God. It's not even. This this, happened like last year. Yeah. She probably didn't want him to do it. So you're kidding me? You're gonna run for senate, and then all that stuff about you and the ch- child sex abuse is gonna come out, yeah. and and then all the stuff about you hating white people is gonna come out, and then shut up, bitch! And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it reminds me of like a Chappelle skit, yeah. basically. Um, I think they listen. He, he the, the wife the wife is smarter. Yeah, he should have probably listened. So Georgia is a important place, um, and. We need to win one of the seats to retain control. Uh, however, I feel like... I think we can get both. Well, I feel like the seats are both going in one or the direction or the other. Yeah. So I actually think that Kelly Loeffler has a better chance because of who she's facing. Oh, John? Yeah. yeah. But Oh, sorry, not John. Excuse no, me. He, uh, she's facing Warnock. Yeah. And Purdue, Purdue is, is facing, facing Ossoff. Ossoff. But I don't know. I think they're both going to go in one direction. But the the thing that concerns me... If it doesn't, that'll be quite interesting as to why. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie. The thing that concerns me is the fraud. Yeah. They just did it, right? Yeah. What's to stop them from doing yeah, it again? they're going to do it again. Right? So that we really need to be watchful of I that. want DHS agents in those polling locations. I think that you Honestly, might need to. Honestly, I want to. federal agents in those polling locations. I think you might need to. If If anything... Trump should just be very hard-handed on this yeah. because, it, you know, if things go the way they currently yeah. sit, that'll be 15 days before he leaves office. Yeah. So what yeah. the fuck does he have to lose? Exactly. You know? And I think in those trouble in Atlanta, I think there should be a military curfew during election day. <laughs> there should be tanks. There you should and, be a military curfew. Make sure there's no funny business. You and especially. your South Korean nonsense. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's a lot of irregularities there in really Georgia. There really is. Though. It's, it's going it's so, to be a – I see a mess, another mess on the horizon here. Well, the funny part is you look at these counties around Atlanta, right? Like, DeCal- like De- uh, Fulton, DeKalb and yeah. all that. Yeah. The black turnout was down. Yeah. Yet somehow Biden swept a ton of votes. It's because – dude, a lot, of, a lot of rich white liberals are moving into those suburbs there. I guess so. A ton. A ton. A ton. I I didn't think it was yeah. enough for that though. Yeah. Well, but but the thing is, like everyone talks about, like the the the, the sub, you know, the, the Atlanta suburbs and the metropolitan area. And the, I'm like, yeah, if it's gonna go blue, it's be because of old white people, literally affluent whites, not because you know black people are turning out in bigger numbers. Yeah. You know, which by the way, totally is a gut punch to the whole woke, you know, Democrat yeah. part. Yeah. Basically, you're winning because of white people, which is we all know, liberal America hates them with a passion. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't get. It's, it's just so funny. I don't get why they it's vote the seat that of way. Irony. I don't know either. It's, uh, it's so frustrating. And but when you I have went, dead when I, people voting. Yeah, when I went down there for remember when Ossoff got beaten by Karen Handel. Yeah. In that special election, you know they're they're saying how um, I was with some members of, of AFP who were door knocking, and uh, they're saying how you know the, 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 it's really changed around here. It's it, it a lot of you know 
young, like, because the tech companies, now, you know, a lot of Hollywood is going to Georgia. Yeah. There's a lot of an influx of rich, affluent white liberals who are just, you know, they're moving there. And, yeah. um, you know, it's making the state more competitive. And, uh, well, I guess and, 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 and as we saw, man, they you know, the, the Georgia GOP, they kind of dropped the ball yes. on, on trying to, yeah. you know, curtail that. So they got to get back out there. I saw someone tweeted they got to get back out there to the gun shows with the registration tent, reaching out to voters again, making, you know, reselling the agenda. Because as you see, you know, I understand it wasn't a decisive win, but we have a multiracial working class coalition that is the Trump coalition. It has Trump did better with Asians, Hispanics, blacks. He doubled his support with the LGBT community this year. You know, his agenda sells across all racial, ethnic, and lifestyle lines. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. And you can do it. It's here's the realignment. Thing, You're right. You talked about the realignment. This is the realignment right here. Yes, but that might only work with him at the top of the ticket. We saw Jer- 2018. Jer- Jerry's still out. We saw 2018. Yeah, tw- but 2018 was just was just odd, though. I mean, you, I mean, you have history. Holding this coalition together is only... Well, he's not going away, though. No, I agree. So, I agree. I mean, that, I agree. That, that, that is a benefit to this. But I'm saying, remember, Hillary made the mistake of assuming of holding the Obama coalition That's together, true. too. That's true. So, but Trump has a and lot we more also made the, than she does, though. There, there was a lot of mistakes during this campaign yeah. that led to this you know obviously they did steal it yes but there was also stuff that was done that was stupid right yeah it was uh assuming that georgia was a lock was dumb was not yeah he probably should have spent some more time and money yeah right a little more time in the midwest because you know even though trump didn't you know there was no catastrophic bleeding with white working class voters there was enough of it to cause an issue and again, marginal changes in that voter block could could spell you know electoral death. I mean, look what happened to Clinton. Yeah, I mean, at so, the end of the day, it was stolen. It right? was, yeah. You can't do much yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, but there's stuff here and there that I see that was not good. Yeah, and it also concerns me for the future. Mm-hmm. Now you have to wonder: Do these uh, woke white women continue to vote? That, that traditionally were Republican, do they continue to vote against Republicans or do they come back? Uh, yeah. Does the coalition hold together? The biggest key, though, is to hold the Senate. Yeah. If we hold the Senate, we can stop their legislative agenda, yeah. and that's the biggest and, key. Oh, before we leave, mm-hmm. speaking of legislative agenda, you know, Trump, and this is, this is obviously it's going to get buried. Because it doesn't make Democrats look good. But in the border counties along Texas, the, you know, in Texas, right? Majority Hispanic, like 95%. Trump did amazing there. And one of the reasons, you talk about legislation, look, that COVID relief bill, they liked Trump's signature on those checks. Those voters thought that it made him think that the president cared about them. So I mean, yeah, if, 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 the- so if you want to know why there was no COVID relief bill and why Nancy and Chuck were you know, gumming up the works there for the past nine weeks, there's your answer. It works. Yeah. We all knew that that was going to probably that, that probably could have tipped a lot of votes the other way, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for a fact. But but again, the other thing, um, there, and there were other things I wrote about it today. But there there are other things. It's an interesting piece. The other thing is yes, yeah. so it's Trump's coalition. Yeah. But is it ours? Yeah. I don't know that it holds together. I don't think it does. That's why I'm well, harping two, on this point. Well, in two years, we'll find out for sure. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, well, that's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk. Again, 
I don't know whether that's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm just speculating that I worry yeah. that Trump it's true. Is, a, no, right. is a lightning strike. You're right. Can it hold together? Yeah. Coalitions, will, coalitions are transferable. You know, absolutely will right. Trump run again? Right? Well, he says that will, he is, maybe. I don't know that he's going to. Listen, if I was him, oh if God. I was him, I would retire. And I would go down to Mar-a-Lago. I would enjoy my money. I would refocus on my business. Because here's the thing. If he's going to run again in four years, that hamstrings what he can do with his business over the next four years. That's true. Very true. Right? You can't make foreign deals. You can't make that money. But he can build a media empire. That he can. Yeah. Right? He can be Silvio Berlusconi. But if you do that, that also raises conflict concerns when it comes to 2024. Yeah, sure. Now, if I was him, I would say, well, the Democrats have these yeah. media outlets in their pocket, yeah. so I might as well have one in mind. Have you seen what they did to me at CNN and you're talking yeah. about bias? You know bias? what's really funny really? is that CNN is up for sale. I know. And someone was like, Trump should buy that shit oh, yeah. and then either make them all act as conservatives or fire their asses. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was, what's the asking price? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't it think can't be that much. They're perpet- they've been they've been in third place for like a decade, but they not can't. anymore. Oh, they're in the God. lead now. Well, you know why? It's because they're they're stealing those viewers too. They're stealing. <laughs> <laughs> not well. I'm just they're talking the books. I'm just talking about share of cable news watchers. Oh Jesus! You know why? It's because Fox is fucking falling apart. Oh, yeah. Well, they're all going to Newsmax and OAN. Fox yeah. is a mess. Yeah. A mess. Yeah. I mean. They are bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding like I've never seen before in, yeah. in any of our days. There's blood coming out of the eyes, yeah. coming out of the, you Coming know, out of the wherever, for wherever, sure. Yeah. They're bleeding out the <laughs> asshole, that's for sure. So uh, the whole media landscape is pretty uncertain right now. Yeah, and it really is. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'd love if Trump would, would start a media company or buy Newsmax or do something. Do something. But – there's he a lot is, of questions. He is going to do something, folks. There's just a lot of questions. Him. Yeah. And not a lot of answers. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Either way, I can tell you that on the majority of likelihood that Trump does not flip this election result and we end up with Biden, it's going to be a miserable time. So just start getting prepared, folks. Like, Build back uh, better. I'm just saying. Build back better. You know, I hate to be that doomer guy here. Yeah. And I want to fight as much as the next person. Believe yeah. me, me and Matt are out here fighting every day. Yeah. But I, I mean, I already killed three Biden supporters today. So, oh I mean, I've, I've been doing my part. <laughs> but those he, plots of land, I'm, I've been bearing trees, dude. I don't know he's if you saw just I, kidding, I got folks, some nice flowers. Not endorsing <laughs> violence. We're not endorsing violence. No, we're not endorsing violence. Yet. No. Yet. No. No. <laughs> um, but... It's going to be miserable. I'm just, you know, being a realist here. Yeah. Don't in, invest. In, I you know I you don't know you I think do you it, can man. invest now I don't know I think you can I'm making a lot of money right now gotta be honest yeah with you. but as soon as January twentieth rolls around and he starts doing those EOs and those other and maybe back the tax maybe. cuts there's gonna be a reset like like never before maybe but in Ugh. this market Ugh. three months well two months yeah two months from now yeah. is an eternity. That is true. That was a that long time. That is true. Time. A lot of time to make a lot of money. It seems like every time... Bobby Axelrod could probably double his net worth. <laughs> Basically. Every <laughs> time it seems like the market floor is about to fall out from under us, yeah. you get, like yesterday, with the vaccine news. Yeah. So... Funny how they uh, all that shit's coming out now. Well, yeah, that was clearly planned. Yeah. I mean, that's right? clearly planned. Yeah. But it's... 
I don't know. There's a lot of conflicting signals there. Is, there. there is. And I will tell you that there's definitely, if you're a savvy investor, there's money to be made. But if you're an amateur investor, I would not put it into the market right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I would agree mm-hmm. with. We keep flipping house seats. Uh, we got uh, yeah, finally Burgess Owens uh, wins in Utah 4. That's a big win for Republicans. Yeah. I think we're up to 12 flips now. We may finish with upwards of 15 or 16. Um that's an understated yeah. that's an understated victory. Yeah. Which makes the other outcome even more suspicious. Yeah. But it also <laughs> I mean for the for the never Trump wing of the GOP, which are pretty much dem- I mean they're they're Democrats. They're Democrats, they're Democrats yeah. now. But y- you all know who I'm talking about, folks. You know how Trump is toxic to the GOP brand? Obviously fucking not. Yeah. Obviously not. We were supposed to get wiped out in the Senate. They didn't, that didn't happen. Mm. Lincoln Project failed miserably flipping the Senate for, for, for Democrats. We gained seats in the House when they were and Democrats were supposed to gain 10 to 15 seats. The Democrats on the state level, not a single state legislature that, that they targeted as a high priority flipped. So it was a multi-layer cake of success, just not at the national level. But we all know that there's some... Uh, Irregularities of that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I don't want to claim victory in the Senate. I don't want to claim victory in the Senate yet because it's not a certainty that we're going to retain those seats. But remember, Joni Ernst was supposed to be gone. Oh yeah, Susan Collins Collins was going to lose by twelve. Tom Tillis was DOA. All all wrong. All the high value targets were they they lost on. I'll agree with that. Yeah, and if it wasn't for this bullshit runoff, you know, provision that they have in some of these fucking states. We really yeah, wouldn't be having Purdue this Purdue would have already Purdue been. Purdue and, yeah, and, yeah. uh, and, and both of them would have won. So, well, whatever. not quite, but yes. You know, y'all know what I mean. Yeah. It is stupid that in a that there's... I get that when you're talking about a jungle primary, like what happened mm. in the Loeffler race. But the operative word there is primary. Right. But in the Purdue race, where you're talking about a general election, yeah. there's no reason for you to have a 50% threshold no. for a runoff. The winner is the winner. Right. It, right. It just, it, come on. But... The reason that I bring this up, that it's so important on these congressional seats, is it now restricts Biden's ability to take moderate Dems from yeah. the House and put them in the administration. Yeah. Because you could put those seats back into play. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like they took what's his name, the former leader of the Congressional uh, Black Caucus, Cedric Richmond, I think. Oh, him? He's going into the administration, but that's only because it's a safe DC. Oh, it's a very safe seat. Yeah, yeah, it's a very safe right? seat. So that's going to restrict who you can pull yeah. from Congress. And also I mean, for Pelosi is essentially pleading with the moderates and even the lean Dem districts not to take administration positions because yeah. it will open them up to a possibility yeah. where if they only have a three or four seat majority, she can only lose. Yeah, like five votes on anything. Yeah. Well, they could already only lose between three and six votes yeah. each time. So that means no crazy stuff is really going to come down the pipe. But the good thing is it really doesn't – On paper, on paper. You don't trust the Democrats obviously, but I'm just saying if you want to be yeah. smart, you're not going to put out a massive tax increase. You're not going to throw a defund the police bullshit even though AOC is going to be clamoring for that type of stuff. No Green New Deal. No big portion right, of that. Right, 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 right. But right? the thing is the, the Senate – as long as yeah. we keep it, yeah, yeah. all that's dead anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's so, true. Very true. That's Very the true. most important thing. Yeah. We already talked about some COVID news here. We talked about Moderna's new vaccine, yep. 94.5% effective, which, yeah. by the way, President Trump will not get any credit for it. But, but Operation yeah. Warp Speed. Yeah. Tremendous success. One of 
the, the greatest medical successes, successes yeah. of all time. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and how long did it take us to get the the polio vaccine? What was it? What, did, did I read? It was like fucking two, wild. It was like two years. <laughs> yeah, a while. We got this shit done in like what? Not, um Yeah. Like what? Seven to nine months. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please yeah. do. Like less than a year. Even even. Uh, no, they started in May. Oh, it's so six months. Six months. Yeah. We got two vaccines that are that are that are effective. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe I think the Moderna one is good because it, it doesn't require those refrigeration units. It's ninety four and a half percent effective. Yeah. yeah, the refrigeration um, units for transport, which I believe the Pfizer one does, and everyone was like, "There's a, there's a shortage of those fucking trucks." Yeah. For for distribution, so we got, we got two. It great sounds options. like it sounds like we might be able to have good vaccine rates by April, so that would be great. Yeah. Um, Sign me up. Even CNN. Praising Operation Warp Speed, saying that you know nothing like this has been done in a very long time. That's right. Thank um, you, Trump. You've written a lot about this in the past, saying mm-hmm. schools are not COVID epicenters yet are shut down. Yeah. Even MSNBC's medical correspondent agree agrees yeah. with you now. COVID, uh, uh, the COVID vaccine, right? Cuomo said, "Oh no, we don't want Trump's vaccine." So then Trump's like, "Okay, well, you're not going to get any then." And what happened? Mm. Back down like a little bitch. Yep. Now he says, as soon as Trump delivers the vaccine, we'll yeah. deliver it to New Yorkers. Not surprising. The bully pulpit works, no yeah. matter who's behind it. Well, Biden might it might not work with Biden, mm-hmm. but it works. Last but certainly not least, uh, this past weekend was what was referred to as the Million MAGA March here in D.C. There was hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters who gathered on Saturday uh, to protest the stealing of this election. And it was a peaceful protest. Until the sun went down and the leftists showed up, Black Lives Matter and Antifa thugs showed up with their typical violence. Um, as usual, our own reporter, Town Hall's Julio Rosas, were on the ground along with the rest of uh, conservative media outlets, the only ones being truthful in covering this. Yeah. Because uh, the Sunday morning shows just left it off the docket. You know, Trump supporters peacefully came to D.C. to assemble and, and, and protest peacefully. That's the difference, right? We protest peacefully. Yeah. Maybe that should change, though, after this. Well, who knows? I mean, yeah. that's the thing, right? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't have a thing to say about this violence. They're not asked to condemn it. They're not asked to down Yeah. yeah. If this was the opposite— Oh, Trump would be asked, like, nine questions. Exactly. You know, what do you think of these people? Yeah. And— the, the one thing that the left did talk about was how the Proud Boys fought back once attacked by the Antifa and BLM thugs yeah. here in D.C. So it's an interesting time we're heading into as a country. We're going to keep fighting, of course. Uh, but the, I think the, the main focus now needs to be on these court battles, which keep in mind, the Trump campaign's main legal battles have not been adjudicated yet. So mm-hmm. that's the main difference here, right? They say, oh, well, these lawsuits have been tossed out and this and that. None of the main actual campaign lawsuits have been tossed out or even heard as of yet. So we will see what happens. Of course, we will cover everything up to the second for you at townhall.com. If you want to support us individually in the Triggered podcast on on conservative journalism on townhall.com, your direct support is more important than ever because as you've seen – 
the Biden administration will be coming after free speech. They'll be coming after conservative media outlets. And we need our fans and our listeners, our readers to directly support us. So if you'd like to, feel free to head to townhall.com slash subscribe and use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off of VIP membership. Again, that goes directly to supporting our conservative journalism. And we're going to need direct support from our people more than ever before because big tech as you saw this morning, they don't like the conservatives. No, so no, they don't. now they're they're going to have free reign uh, with a potential Biden administration. So that's something that's pretty scary. And we're going to talk a lot more about censorship uh, and big tech attacking conservatives uh, in the days to come, particularly on Thursday. Of course, if you'd like to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. We appreciate all your five-star ratings and reviews. And we appreciate all the emails we get from our listeners. We'll be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.